And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop report says harvest is well ahead of the long-term average for this date. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers made excellent harvest progress during the past week. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says combining is well ahead of the five-year average. Well, provincially, 65% of the crop is now in the bin, uh, so that is up from 45% last week and still remains well ahead of the five-year average of only 40%. So thanks to another week of very warm and dry weather, uh, many producers were able to get into the field, and actually many producers have wrapped up harvest as well. What is the progress by region? The southwest leads with 86% now combined. The southeastern region has 76. The west central region 66%, and the east central region has 57% combined. The northwest has 35%, and the northeast has 37%. What kind of progress by crop? By crop, uh, 98% of the lentils, 95% of the field peas, 82% of the mustard, 81% of the durum, 71% of the barley, 63% of the spring wheat, 50% of the canola, and 20% of the flax have now been combined, and an additional 39% of the canola is either swathed or is ready to straight cut. Tell me about grades and yields. What are you hearing? Yields overall, again, anywhere from well below average to above average. Certainly provincially, we are likely looking at an average year to below average. Some crops, of course, have fared a lot better than others. In particular, some of the canola crops we are hearing yields are less than expected, which is not unexpected for us, seeing as how we had very hot and dry conditions in July and August. Overall, Durham grades are being reported as 69% as a number one, 28% as a number two, and 3% as a number three. On field peas, 47% is a number one, 49% as a number two, and 4% as a number three. On lentils, 37% is a one, 57% is a two, 5% is a 3, and only 1% is sample grade. That is in stark contrast from last year, where our quality was quite low, and this year everything is looking really good. Was there any rain this past week? Very little rain. Um, In fact, the majority of the province did not receive anything, although areas around Unity and Neilberg did receive about 5 millimeters of rain. What is the topsoil moisture rating? As of Monday, uh, the moisture rating on cropland was rated as 15% adequate, 39% short, and 46% very short. On hayland pasture, uh, it is 11% adequate, 34% short, and 55% very short. So prior to the rain, things were actually worsening for us. What were some of the main causes of crop damage this past week? The main crop damage, again, lack of moisture, uh, which is pretty much every week for the last couple of months, as as well as some strong winds. We've heard many reports of some swaths being blown around and actually some standing crop being shelled out. We've also had many, many reports of combine, grass, pasture, stubble fires, really throughout the entire province. And we have heard in some cases that the loss has been extreme. For example, around the Glentworth area, uh, we did hear about several thousand acres actually being lost to fire. Tell me about frost. I understand there was some up in the northern grain belt. There was, yes. So we did hear about some frost up around the Prince Albert to Meadow Lake regions. Certainly damage is likely minimal as the crop is quite advanced. Uh, But of course, producers are busy assessing any damage up there. SAS Power had some more reports of farm equipment contacting power lines. 
That's right. Since August 1st, there have been 33 reports of farm machinery actually coming into contact with power lines, and nine of those actually were since September 1st. Tell me about the seeding of winter cereals. Fall Ryan winter wheat, how does it look? Very minimal at this time. Uh, many producers have held off due to the extremely dry conditions. But of course, we did hear reports of some producers out there earlier this week, hopefully expecting some rainfall. So hopefully some producers will be out there in the next couple of days getting some winter cereals in. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Harvest is about 75% complete on the farm of Delbert Nostad, southeast of Regina near Kendall. Nostad is the third and final winner of this year's 620 CKRM Country Cookout, sponsored by Marcus and New Holland, Warner Industries, and Peg's Kitchen. Nostad says the growing season was extremely dry and harvest is better than expected. It's been ups and downs and got to take what comes and hopefully you can survive that way. How much rain did you get this year? About three inches overall. And how was your crops? Oh, can't complain considering the amount of rain we had and my barley probably averaged out at 85, and canola, I don't know, between 25 and 30, so can't complain considering the way the year went. I'd consider those pretty good yields, you know, especially with three inches of rain. <laughs> yeah, can't complain that way, so I was happy I couldn't. I says, there's always next year. <laughs> Why do you think uh, it was that good a crop, given such little rain? I mean, we, we've, had, we've heard of crop failures in the past, and this was the driest year since 1894. Well, I think because we had a lot of subsoil moisture yet from a year before, so, and I think that's what carried us through quite a bit. What are your thoughts for next year? What do you plan to seed? Canola, barley, and probably wheat. Which wheats, durum or spring wheat? Spring wheat. I have intentions of seeding again, so... Just got to wait and see what happens again. You've got quite an operation here, and you said you had 85 bushel per acre barley, but there was a key reason why you grew the barley, too. Tell me about that. The reason we grew barley is for cattle and everything, and for straw and mate silage. This year we had to cut a little extra for making bales and everything yet to get by with the cattle for feed and everything. So, Otherwise, we usually combine around five to 600 acres of barley sometimes. Otherwise... We have other crops in there too that you usually have, but this year we planned on seeding more barley just in case it was going to be dry for feed and everything for cattle. How many cattle do you have? Well, between the kids and us and the wife and me, we're running around 300 cows or total or maybe around 600 head in all together. That's a big herd. You've got a lot of cattle. Now, so you had some crop that didn't come up very well, so you decided to do an alternate use. Tell me about that. That was interesting. Well, we had canola that got blew out and cut off and with the wind and then I landed up seeding millet and where we cleaned crowds and hauled manure out and worked it and seeded it all down into barley and millet just for grazing and then it landed up got a little too ripe to barley so I sw now we're swath grazing it just for the cattle because we got pretty well the whole herd at home already. And that's working out well? Yeah, I can't complain. It says we'll have feed for the cattle out there in the field till probably end of October and we sort of had this planned ahead a little bit when it started out in May right already. Are you worried about next year and moisture? We're going to need some good snow f cover. Yes, it's on the back of our mind big time and wanting now are you going to get enough feed or whatever for next year or you got to downsize or whatever but got to wait till then. Now I see a lot of bales. How are you set up for winter? Oh, I'll get by pretty good this year but it's 
following year coming up. <laughs> so always thinking ahead. Yeah, you got to think ahead. Otherwise, I don't know if you can survive that way. <laughs> I think it's been a most interesting year. Have you? thought of any pulse crops or soybeans because some farmers are trying those crops now well soybeans I don't got no straight cut header or nothing so I'm just sort of sticking with canola and wheat and barley because it's straw on that for the cattle too you need so just throwing canola in there just so you have a little cash crop to, uh, if you had to sell something you can at least move it quicker and get some cash to keep operating better that way tell me Delbert how big is your farm oh uh, Pasture land and crop land, there's about 2,700 acres, 1,600 acres of crop, and the rest is all pasture land that I own. And what do you have left to harvest? About 300 acres of flax and about 25 acres of canola that was just cut here lately. How does the flax look? Well, I don't know. From what I've been hearing from a few guys, they're saying it's running better than they thought. So I don't know till I get there. I couldn't tell you offhand yet. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, Good. just waiting to see what happens. That's Delbert Nostad. He farms about 80 kilometers southeast of Regina near Kendall. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola rose two eighty at four fifty six thirty four. Oats gained a dollar fifty nine at one forty four eighty seven. Number one red spring wheat decreased seventy eight cents at two twenty six ninety four. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty seven sixty two. Feed barley one thirty nine twenty nine. Flax four forty five twenty five. Yellow peas two seventy three fifty four. And feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down three cents at six forty and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 12th. We had mostly cows and bulls that we sold, hardly uh, any yearlings. The D1 or 2 cows sell from 80 cents to 90 cents. The odd one sells higher than 90 cents. D3 cows are from 70 to 80 cents. Slaughter bulls sell from a dollar five to a dollar twenty-five. We didn't have enough yearlings for any uh, for an accurate price quotation. We'll be selling yearlings next week. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting for Stephanie Digg. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold sixty-five hundred hogs Wednesday, selling a range of one twenty-four to one forty-seven per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around sixty-five hundred head, selling a range of one twenty-two to one forty-four per ckg. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 19 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2187. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 81.87 cents U.S. U.S. pork production continues to make significant gains with daily slaughter levels averaging 450,000 hogs, while carcass weights have gained 2 pounds over last week's average. This level of growth has packers firmly in control of their production margins as they continue to benefit from a large spread between the cash hog bids and pork product prices. Pork prices have been on a weaker trend, which should entice new consumption in both domestic and export markets. Producers looking for price protection in the January to March timeframe should consider setting targets $15 per CKG higher than the current forward prices. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. 
The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch Eavestroff, specializing in 6 inch eavestroffs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestroff.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today overcast skies, wind northeast 20, gusting to 40, the high 12, the low plus 5. Friday, overcast, wind northeast 20, the high 12, the low 5. Saturday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 11, the low 3. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high 16, the low plus 5. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 20, chance of evening showers, the low 9. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 15, the low 7. Wednesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 14. The normal high is 18, the normal low is 4 degrees. The sun rose at 6.33 this morning. It sets at 7.15 p.m. tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 11, Saskatoon 10, Swift Current 7, Weyburn and Yorkton both 11 degrees. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 10, that's 50 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 21. Humidity is 83%, the barometer rising 101.8. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 12 degrees. Winds are from the north at 18. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 10, that's 50 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.